0: January the 16th, 2023. Genesis chapter 16. The God who sees. Glory, hallelujah. Grace and peace, my brothers and sisters. My name is RJ and I welcome you to another episode of God is Faithful and Just. With all things being relational, it's a fantabulous monday morning dr martin luther king jr celebrates his birthday on today we celebrate his birthday we thank you for his legacy and i thank you guys for continuing to tune in and it's an honor and it's a privilege to be here with you this morning this start of a new work week for many maybe some are taking the day off due to the holiday and some of you family there's a few of you who may be new to the um to this platform and i thank you guys for tuning in and if and if you are new and you're not yet part of the um the whatsapp platform just send me a text either through 860-709-1440 or you can text a response to in the um the podbean app and let me know that you desire to get a link to the whatsapp community so that you can share with the rest of the members of the of this community, so that we could send prayer requests and and send uh, s- suggestions, ideas, thoughts, anything that's on our mind and in our hearts, and and I encourage encourage you guys as a family to to do as the Lord has called us to do, which is to love one another, because they will know that we are the disciples of Jesus, the Messiah, by the love that we have one toward another. So I encourage your family to to read each and every um, post that is posed, um, pray about each and every prayer that is requested, and, and send replies. Let each and every of us know that, that we heard, that we are heard, and, and that we are prayed for, and that our concerns, that your concerns are our concerns. Because the Bible tells us that when one rejoice, we all rejoice. And when one is in sorrow, we all are in sorrow, or we all suffer. So let's be that family let's be that community that the lord has called us to be our lord our god has entitled us or allow us to entitle this particular episode this morning the god who sees and there are many principles that we can extract from this word this morning so it is my prayer family it's my hope it's my desire that you receive those principles remember the Bible is a, is a holy book of patterns and principles upon one which one can build a proper sociological structure. And God does all things according to a pattern and based on a principle. So let's extract his word. Let's med- meditate on his word. Let his word marinate through our minds and through our hearts as we go throughout our day, as we fulfill the call that he has placed on our lives. Let's go into his word, family. Genesis chapter 16, the God who sees. Now Sarai, Abram's wife, had borne him no children. She had a female Egyptian servant whose name was Hagar. And Sarai said to Abram, Behold, now the Lord has prevented me from bearing children. Go into my servant. It may be that I shall obtain children by her. And Abram listened to the voice of Sarai. So after Abram had lived ten years in the land of Canaan, Sarai, Abram's wife, took Hagar, the Egyptian, her servant, and gave her to Abram, her husband, as a wife. And he went into Hagar, and she conceived. And when she saw that she had conceived, she looked with contempt on her mistress. The angel of the Lord found her by a spring of water in the wilderness, the spring on the way to Shur, and he said, Hagar, servant of Sarai, where have you come from and where are you going? She said, I am fleeing from my mistress, Sarai. The angel of the Lord said to her, Return to your mistress and submit to her. The angel of the Lord also said to her, I will surely multiply your offspring so she called the name of the lord who spoke to her you are a god of seeing for she said truly here i have seen him who looks after me therefore the well was called beliah rohi it lies between kadesh and bered and hagar bore abram a son and abram called her the name of his son whom hagar bore ishmael Abram was 86 years old when Hagar bore Ishmael to Abram. Glory, glory, hallelujah! Thank you, Father God. As as I said, family, there are many principles that we can extract from this um, portion of scripture, and may God bless us. May He allow us to hear and see what He is, what is being said, not only then, but what is being said in the here and now that we may use to glorify he who is God, our savior. Now, even after hearing the promise of God again and believing it, you know, we spoke on yesterday, and he believed the Lord, Abram and Sarai found it difficult to know how they would produce a child. After all, both of them were old, pushing you know the, the 100 mark. He said Abram was 86 when Hagar bore Ishmael to Abram. So the promise was still yet unfulfilled. So Sarai did what many of us do when we don't like God's timing. She produced a scheme to help God out, as if God needed help, right? It was the custom of the day for a servant to act as a surrogate when the wife of the household couldn't conceive. So Sarai therefore took Hagar, her Egyptian slave, and offered her to her husband as a wife. Wow. What did Abram do? he quietly acquiesced to the plan. Yes, he agreed, concurred, he said yes, passively, making the same mistake Adam did and allowing his wife to overrule the word and will of God, glory hallelujah. Abram and Sarai's scheme seemed successful when, when Hagar became pregnant, but her pregnancy was hardly the cure that Sarai hoped for. I mean, think about it after all, encouraging your husband to sleep with another woman will never lead to a happy family life. And so Hagar's pregnancy, rather than causing celebration, only incited Sarai's jealousy and rage. Sarai mistreated her so much that she ran away. Hagar ran away. Just as with Adam and Eve, the consequences of sin were immediately present in relational conflict. That's a principal family. So Hagar, now a pregnant woman, a pregnant single woman, without a place to lay a herd, she was kicked out. But God met her in her place of despair. Glory, hallelujah. Through the angel of the Lord, he guided her back to Abram and Sarai. He also promised that the child in her womb would be a son Not only that, but also God called his name Ishmael, which means God hears. So even though the the people closest to her, closest to uh, Hagar had turned on her and she felt completely alone, God himself came close to Hagar, reassuring her that he had heard her despair. Glory, hallelujah. God is near to the brokenhearted and he hears their cries that's a principal family this gives hope to any single mother who reaches out to god glory hallelujah ishmael hagar's promised son would be like a wild donkey the um the scripture says which is not of course to be taken as a compliment in any era or any culture his descendants would be unruly bringing conflict into the household of god for generations to come even as we see it now and today. This is where all the fight is being done in the Middle East. The Ishmaelites would be a consistent nemesis for the Jews with their land and their hand against everyone. Sarai's earthly act through, though intended to serve a spiritual purpose, only led to more conflict, crisis, and enmity. Yes, family, that's a principle. Sarai's earthly act, though intended to serve a spiritual purpose, only led to more conflict, crisis, and enmity. The only safe way to fulfill the purposes of God is through living in obedience to the revealed will of God. Also, a principle. So in spite of the negative promises about Ishmael's future, Hagar still recognized that God had met her in a place of despair. So she named the Lord who spoke to her. You are El-Rohi, or Belaha-Rohi, meaning the God who sees. Oh, hallelujah. What greater comfort can there be than to know that God hears, sees and cares, especially for us. Or those who are the brokenhearted. We thank you, Father God. We thank you for your word on today. We thank you for extracting so many principles, knowing that, Father God, you will not go against your word. You will not go against your principles. You will not go against your character. When you send your word out, Your word shall not return to you void, but it will accomplish that which you've sent it. It will prosper in the thing which you have purposed. So we thank you, Lord, Father God, that we can extract your principles from yesterday, knowing that they are the same today and forevermore. Thank you, Father God, that we hear your voice in reading your word. We'll meditate, we'll marinate, let it marinate in our minds and our hearts, and we'll act accordingly as your Holy Spirit sees fit. We love you on today, Father. We exalt you. We thank you for hearing our cry, hearing the cry of those who are brokenhearted. We know that we were once there and yet you heard us and you called us in to be your sons, to be your daughters. We love you, we honor you, we praise you in Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah, amen and amen. Be encouraged on today, family. Let this word, let it lead you, let it guide you. Let it direct you. Let it be the source of your faith and the absolute rule of your conduct. Bless those as God continues to bless us. And those of you, my friend, if you do not know this Lord, this God we're talking about, the one who we say without a shadow of a doubt that he is the God who hears, the God who sees, and the God who cares, we know that we all have sinned and come short of his glory. But God said if you confess your sins to him, he is faithful, he is just, to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. If out of your mouth you call upon the name of Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him to pay the penalty, the price for your sin, you shall be saved. You shall walk with the family of believers. This journey family was not made to be walked alone, It was made to be walked with one another in community. We do not grow in isolation. We grow in community. So we thank you for being a part of something much greater than yourselves, the family of the living God, the Lord and Savior. Let us walk with you. For indeed, we know that God hears, sees, and cares the cries of the brokenhearted. We love you, family. We look forward to being with you here again on tomorrow. Grace and peace be upon you. And until we meet and hear and see each other on tomorrow, love one another, family. For indeed, that is the call that God has called us to. Grace and peace.